pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, how are you? Another week has passed us. Another busy week, in fact, in the bagpiping world. Seems to be the closer we're getting to the season, the busier it's getting, as you would expect. So, yeah, we've got tons of stuff to cover on this week's podcast, so stick with us. Uh, we've got lots of news to drop on you. So, yeah, if this is your very first Big Rab Show, then welcome. We are the show for the piping folks, so if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show from you. For you, even. <laughs> from you and for you. Yeah, reflecting everything from the Celtic music scene, the solo piping scene, and including uh, competitive piping, which is our bread and butter. So, yeah, if it's got bagpipes at all, then we are for you, baby! Oh, I'm all sorts of excited because there's a lot of very exciting news dropped this week, and I can't wait to talk about it. And, uh, oh, all sorts of fun. But first of all, let's get through the domestic, shall we? Uh, let's give a shout-out to our patrons, those guys who have clicked that support button on our Patreon page. Thank you so much. Uh, there's been a, quite a lot of activity over there on our Patreon page of late. Uh, if anything, uh, Big Rab Show Plus is about to drop episode number two over there. So, hmm... Yeah, for those of you who are interested, you can help support the show for as little as the price of a cup of coffee every month. Uh, you can help support what we do, bringing piping and drumming goodness, news and views and all of that stuff from around the piping world uh, to everyone, internationally and completely for free. So for those of you who don't want to help support the show, don't worry, we are still going to produce our podcast for free. You'll just not get your hands on tons of extra stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, we've got some special plans for a Patreon page, and Big Rab Show Plus is one of those, and yeah, episode two is about to drop, so prepare yourself, Patreon. <laughs> yeah, anyway, let's get on to our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com, has seen quite a lot of activity over this last while, and all kind of filters in along with the piping news this week, so yeah, nobody asked for any specific shoutouts or anything this week, so... Uh, yeah, there's no real listener mail to read out this week. But everyone had plenty of commentary on last week's podcast and all talking about the World Championships. Yes, that is still up for debate. The whole two-day Worlds thing is still a thing. So, mm, yeah, we'll talk about that later in the show. Anyway, let's get into some piping news, shall we? Let's cut to the chase. Possibly one of the biggest news stories to drop this week was just there announced today scottish power pipe band have officially been confirmed as the big pre-world concert this year for 2019 all sorts of excited man all sorts of stupidly excited for this this is going to be something special scottish power on stage august 14th in the glasgow royal concert hall but they are going to be joined on stage by rora oh my god <laughs> Wow, whenever I seen that, that is like adding a little bit of extra sugar to your donut. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, man. That's red sauce on your chips right there. 
awesomeness. Rora, and also we're going to have Finley Johnson and John Mulhern as well. Oh my god! I want to get a ticket for this right now! Alright, calm down, Rab. Yeah, when I've, whenever I heard about this, I've been listening to Rora flat out <laughs> ever since. Rora, one of my favourite uh, kind of folk uh, pipe-based bands at the moment, and yeah, oh man. Alright, let's read the official statement, shall we? And just stop going yippee, shall I? Yeah, the Glasgow Sky Association Pipe Band are delighted to announce that Scottish Power Pipe Band will headline this year's pre-Worlds concert at the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall, Wednesday 14th. Now, the bands have said themselves, we are thrilled once again to be able to secure one of the biggest names in the piping world for our annual pre-Worlds concert. Now, that came from Kurt McIntosh, of course, from Glasgow Sky. And uh, this has been, what, eight years since the band last took the stage in the pre-Worlds concert, according to the press release. Uh, so, eight years since Scottish Power hit the big one. So, this will be interesting. Yes. So, this kind of coincides with Scottish Power, who are celebrating their 30th anniversary in partnership with Scottish Power, the company. So, this is very exciting. So, pipe manager Chris Armstrong has commented, he said... This is an exciting year for Scottish Power Band, celebrating the 30th anniversary of their partnership with Scottish Power Company. And taking to the stage for the World's Concert in August. It will be very exciting. Yeah, so throughout the concert, we are excited to bring new music and arrangements to our audience. Woohoo! Okay, being able to perform at the World's Concert gives a real sense of drive to search for and learn music, and we really enjoy playing and sharing outside the competition circle. We are working closely with Rora, Finlay MacDonald, and John Mulhern, and the, and the intent, with the intent that the concert will bring something inspiring and different. The focus is on producing material which balances tradition with innovation, and above all, brings a wide range of exciting music from our rep- repertoire and further afield. <laughs> oh, I'm all sorts of excited for this because, yeah, if you guys out there have been listening to Rora over this last few years, you'll know yourselves. This last two albums from Rora, outstanding stuff. So to see Rora actually going to be on stage along with Scottish Power Pipe Band, oh man, I think it would be incredible to hear Scottish Power actually tackling a Rora song or two. Or a set or two from Rora and hearing the band playing it. Or even vice versa. You know, hearing Rora play some Scottish power sets. Imagine Rora playing the Flame of Wrath medley and stuff. Oh, man. That would be incredible. So, yes. I can't wait for this. Tickets go on sale the 6th of March. Alright, so they're just about to open the box office. In fact, this is the 6th, is it not? No, it is the 6th. What am I talking about? It's open! Oh, my God. I've got to do tickets for this. What am I doing recording a podcast? Alright. Uh, I didn't realise that it was today. Oh, crap. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to get tickets for this. Definitely. So go to glasgowconcerthalls.com and pick up your tickets. So, yeah. Box office are open uh, Monday to Saturday, 10am to 6pm. And tickets are 20 quid. That is... That's cheap. Man, that's... Uh, 20 quid? Alright, now, now I know I'm recording this now, and all of you guys will hopefully run out and get your tickets too. Uh, Leave some for me, will you? (laughs) I want to get tickets for this too. Oh man, I'm all sorts of stupidly excited for this. If anything, to see Scottish Power back on the stage again, it'll be really interesting to see them. But considering that they won that major championship the start of last season, 
<sighs> Do you know, it's, it kind of bodes well for what kind of a season they're going to have in 2019. A lot of people are saying that having won that major championship last season, that could push them in the right direction. They're starting to gain a bit of momentum now. Now that they've lifted that major championship, they know what it's like. They know what it feels like. Do you know what I mean? So the, mm, the ball will start rolling, I reckon. So, hey, to see Scottish Power up there on stage for the big pre-Worlds concert, I am all sorts of stupidly excited. And in case you couldn't guess. So, yeah, I am going to go and get my tickets for this <laughs> as soon as I finish recording this. I didn't realise the box office was open. Hey, this is stuff that Rab got wrong. Brilliant. See, this is what happens when you record a podcast live. Anyway, uh, let's fly on. We've got more news. Uh, let me see. The Brisbane Boys College Pipe Band Competition opens its doors. And that's going to be on the 13th of April. Shameless plug for them. That's going to be at the college themselves up there in sunny Queensland. So good luck to everyone down under who's going to that competition on the 13th of April. We wish you well. Um, also on competition news. Uh, yeah, Dumbarton. Now remember on a previous podcast we were talking about Dumbarton. And the chance that Dumbarton competition this year may not be happening. Well, it's been reported in local press over this past week that Dumbarton competition has been saved. Yes, the uh, the district council in Dumbarton have decided not to cut the funding. They have actually protected it. Uh, they the said during the meeting that this event was too big and too popular and attracted too many visitors from far and wide to cut the funding and possibly pull the plug on the whole event. So, it's with a very big smile on my face that Dumbarton is going ahead. Yes! All sorts of happy about that. So Dumbarton will be happening. Uh, So regardless of all the fears, it's now, yeah, it's in black and white. We've had the big rubber stamp of approval. Boom, it's happening. So Dumbarton is on. Also, Port Rush competition has been confirmed. I have been on the phone regularly, in fact, possibly every other day, with Causeway Coast and Glens District Council. And got it from the council themselves that they have approved a pipe band competition in Portrush Town for August 3rd. Now, that was as it was hoped by RSPBA NI. Now, as yet, we have yet to hear an official announcement from RSPBA Northern Ireland as to whether this competition will actually be happening or not. But according to the district council, they have released the funds. They have said, yes, here we go. The competition can happen. It's on the 3rd of August. Away is go, boys. Now... As to where it's going to happen in Portrush, though, is the next topic for discussion. Because those of you who've been to Portrush before, you all know that it normally happens in Ramor Head, which is like a big kind of, I don't know, a function kind of area with tennis courts and things like that. And normally it's cleared away and it's all opened up and the pipe bands all move in. Well, last year there was a bit of controversy about Portrush competition because this whole area where the competition was, was a building site full of rubble and all sorts of stuff because they were doing a lot of development in Portrush Town. Well, a lot of you guys reported, actually, that's quite a lot of your listener mail this week, came into BigRabShow at gmail.com. We're all saying that Portrush may not happen, regardless whether it's funded or not, because the money came through and the council says, yeah, we want a competition, but the venue's not ready. So again... The Ramor Head is still a building site. It's full of rubble and diggers and dumper trucks everywhere and vans parked. And it's just a bit of a building site. And yeah, it's seemed, it's been guessed that it could possibly happen in the car park again. Now, we spoke about this on Fuse FM Balamoney last night. 
all about Portrush competition. And a lot of you guys actually were happy about that and said that, yeah, the car park was actually quite a decent venue. Loads of parking available, even though the competition itself was in an actual car park. But apparently it was so well set up and the traffic links and everything and people seemed to really enjoy having the competition in a car park. Bit strange. For those American listeners, I'm talking about a parking lot. <clears throat> anyway, but yeah, as to where Portrush competition will happen, we don't know. We have had nothing from our RSPBA Northern Ireland branch. Absolutely nothing coming through from them as to tell us where it is. Now, there's loads of different locations throughout Portrush Town as to where the competition could happen. There's lots of big wide open spaces with tons of parking and all of that. So, yeah. We are on the fence yet. We don't know where Portrush will be happening. We just know that it will be happening. It's on the 3rd of August. Get that in your calendars. It's now been confirmed. Portrush is on, baby! Woo! Okay, a couple little bit of concert news. Uh, Just now we're talking about Scottish Power, which is possibly one of the biggest ones. Uh, Thiepville Memorial Pipe Band will be in concert. Depending on when you're listening to this, you may have a chance to catch it. It's in Tempo Church Hall, and that's going to be on the 8th of March. And that's all funds going towards the Tempo Church Parish funds. There you go. So shout out to Thiepville. That's the first time we'll have the opportunity to see Thiepville, I think, uh, because they've all been pretty quiet over the course of the winter. We haven't heard anything from them. Uh, also, shout out to Listen to Mulligan Pipe Band, who are going to be celebrating their 70th anniversary this year, and they're doing so by holding a concert. This is going to be on the 5th of April in Island High School, with featuring none other than New Ross and District Pipe Band. They're going to be having a mini band up there, so it'll be really good to hear some New Ross, actually, before they hit the grass. So, 5th of April, contact any member of Listen to Mulligan Pipe Band and... Yeah, be in with the chance to get your tickets and get through the door and help support the band celebrate their 70th anniversary. Awesome. Okay, another little bit of piping news. I'm flying through all of this today, aren't I? This is brilliant, but there's been so much happening. You know, this last while, it's been epic. Okay, Gary Smith, the organiser of the Kids with Cancer charity night, put up a post on Facebook just today, announcing how much was raised... On the night. Now, you guys have listened back, of course. You heard the podcast we've done from this incredible event. And, yeah, it was like one big giant pipe band family. All there, enjoying incredible music. Hanging out, drinking beer, and raising money for charity. It was the best night's crack. Uh, now, so this was the second year that it's been running. And very happy to announce that they managed to raise a whopping 8,355 quid. Wow! <laughs> wow! Congratulations to Gary Smith and the team uh, raising money for the children's cancer unit there in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. A very worthy cause. Every penny of this, by the way, does not go into the administration of the charity. It actually goes into things like buying toys and buy, you know, doing actual things with the money rather than looking after the admin, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, yeah, this is amazing to see a large sum of money like this being donated to a very worthy cause. And it came from all of you guys, the pipe band folk. So, yeah, it was an awesome charity night. And if anything, we are looking forward to next year. As you may have heard on the Big Rab Show podcast, Gary Smith kind of dropped it in in conversation. Who might be appearing at next year's event? (laughs) Yes, I am going to be all sorts of excited for next year's. So, yeah, 
Congratulations to Gary Smith and the team. Of course, I was one of them. I did help them some of the organization of it. So, yes, shout out to everyone who was involved in all of that. 8,355 quid. That's not to be sneezed at. That's quite a considerable amount of money. So, well done, everyone. Uh, So... Yeah, let's fly on. A Beetle Drive, a little bit of fundraising being carried out by some drum majors. I did mention this on last week's podcast, actually. I uh, got an email asking, where can you get tickets? Well, Andrea and Catherine McKeown, of course, drum majors extraordinaire, and Katie would like to invite everyone to attend a Beetle Drive. This will be on the 29th of March in Tandregree, District Orange Hall. Yes, so doors open at 7.30, and yeah. Tickets are five quid for adults, three quid for juniors, and yeah, you'll have a full supper provided on the night, and all proceeds go towards helping uh, Andrea, Catherine, and Katie all to head to the San Francisco Games in April 2020. So there you go. If anything, there's a lot of drum majors heading over to America at the moment uh, next year. And one of which is Victoria Smiten. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, Saturday 23rd of March. I can't wait for this night. This is going to be brilliant. So they're holding a big fundraising event all to help Victoria. Uh, Drum major, of course, with Klaus Keltpipe band. She's going to be heading over to the Sacramento Valley Scottish Highland Games in 2020. And this is all to help her get over there. So if you would like to help support some drum majors heading across to the States to to compete, basically. uh, Yeah, there's tons of events on at the moment. Uh, So... This uh, one for Louise is actually Saturday, 23rd of March in the Valley Hotel, Five Mile Town. And on the on the running order, yeah, you have Lisbeg Pipe Band. You also have Tully Lagan Pipe Band. Yeah, go on the Lagan. Not bad. You have Tempo Silver Band. And plus you have Andrew Shilliday. He'll be doing a piping solo spot. Oh, my word. Amazing. Shout out to you, Andy. Good man yourself. Can't wait for that. That'll be awesome. And also, one of the possible highlights for me at this event would be Klaus Kelt. Klaus Kelt are playing at this. So, this will be the first time we've actually heard or even seen of Klaus Kelt since the end of last season. They've been so secretive. It's ridiculous. If you heard my uh, podcast there from the Kids with Cancer charity night, we spoke to Aaron McElwain, who is now a member of the Rab Show team. But even that, he still won't tell us what's going on with Klaus Kelt. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing his cards very close to his chest, but I'm very excited to hear what Klaus Kelt have to bring to the stage. Will we hear a little clip or two, maybe half a medley, maybe the start of a new MSR? Don't know, but this is why I love concert season, because a lot of bands go out there in concert and they try stuff. Do you know what I mean? This is the time of year to put the feelers out and maybe, does this MSR sound good or... Will this medley go over well? Do you know what I mean? Things like that. So, yeah, to see Klaus Kelt in concert, this will be a good opportunity for a little sneak peek behind the curtain to see what's going on at Klaus Kelt and what will they be bringing to 2019. Also, shout out to uh, Tully Lagan as well. I'm dead excited to see them. So, again, another band that's been equally as quiet behind the scenes and, yeah, not releasing much Hmm. So I'd be interested to see the guys at the Lagan and see what they're going to be producing as well. Going to be a great night. So there you go. 23rd of March. Again, if you are interested in getting tickets, contact ourselves in the Rab Show and we will try and get you hooked up with tickets for this awesome fundraiser. So there you go. So as much as it's raising money for Louise Smyton as well, it's also raising money for the Craigavon Area Hospital Neonatal Unit as well, which is a fantastic cause. There you go. 
Alright, just around the corner is the Kalabaki Solos. The 32nd annual solo piping and drumming competition will be held in Kalabaki College in Kalabaki Town. So, yeah, for full details, please contact Kalabaki Pipe Band on their social media. Uh, but, yeah, full details of how to get your entries in and everything are all up there. So, Saturday, 6th of April, just around the corner, actually. Not too long. Believe it or not, I know this is March, but... That time will fly in. By the time you get your entry forms in and you're standing there in front of the dude with the clipboard, that'll pass by in a blink. So, for full information, go along to Kolobaki Pipe Band on their social media. They are asking people to get their entries in early because last year, apparently, there were a number of people who were disappointed. They didn't get their paperwork in on time and couldn't compete as a result. So, rather than have disappointment and, oh, I can't compete and try and win... Get your forms in now, alright? You've been warned, and I keep warning you. I was talking about this on Fuse last night as well, telling people, get your paperwork in order. If anything, that's possibly a message for the rest of the season, (laughs) you know? Try, have a band meeting or something, and get your paperwork in order. There's been so many bands throughout so many other seasons that have been disappointed because of a lack of paperwork. I've actually seen busloads of bands turning up to competitions to find that they haven't been entered or they haven't been registered or something like that and then having to turn tail back on the bus and go home. Now, that sucks. That is really, really bad. And if anything, I have been in a band where that has happened to and it is awful. You have made plans for the full weekends. You know, you've organised hotels, you know, cars, lifts, all that sort of stuff. You've organised all of this, and then suddenly you find that the band secretary hasn't entered the band or registered you for the correct competition or something, and it's all just a bit of a mess. So, I would challenge you as a band member, possibly, or even if you are a band secretary out there, yeah, host a band meeting. Tell your band, we need to get the paperwork sorted. And get it all sorted now. Now, this is one thing that I'm kind of interested in as to how this happens internationally. Here in the UK, all of our competitions have associated dates for you to have your paperwork in. You need to register your band as playing at a certain competition. And they all need to be submitted by a certain date. Now, I'm not a secretary by any means. I've never taken care of band's paperwork. But I am aware of the process. I know what's supposed to happen. You have a form for each competition, and that form needs to be submitted by a certain date. Now, if you lose that form, contact your RSPBA branch, get another copy. Do something. Don't just sit on it and say, ah, it'll turn up, I'll find it somewhere, maybe it's in my pipe box. No, get it done, get it sorted, because the last thing you want is to turn up at a competition and find, oh crap, I didn't post that off, did I? So, yeah, I have to say, contact your local RSPBA secretary and get your paperwork in order. All right, now, whether you can apply for all of your competition dates in advance, I would possibly suggest that as a, as a possibility, all of that sort of stuff. Get your house in order, get your paperwork in order, entries in, you've been told. I'll possibly have to tell you again, just as a reminder. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think I'm preaching to the converted, to be honest. I think a lot of you guys know the crack, you know. But, yeah, I just don't want to see anybody disappointed this year with turning up to competitions and finding uh, we're not registered. Uh, Anyway, time to fly on. Even more news. I have to talk about the Red Hot Chili Pipers. 
Yeah, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were in Ireland this past week, as I'm sure you guys know by now, because, yeah, we were putting photographs and stuff up all over our social media of myself hanging out with the chilies and that. It was just the best time those guys were awesome. Yeah, it was the best crack. So, yeah, they were in Dublin, and they were in Derry, and they were also in Belfast. And it was the Belfast gig I hung out with them when they were playing the SSE Arena. Now... That was a gig and a half. I have to say, a shout out to Colin Kill, Pipe Bands, who hit the stage with them up in Derry. I think it was all very successful. I think I've seen a few video clips here and there. Sounded great. But also, the gig in Belfast. I have to give a shout out to the Ulster Scots Juvenile Pipe Band, Andy McGregor and the team. You guys have done an incredible job with those really, really talented kids there in that band. And you sounded amazing. And to be fair, it looked like you all had quite a good time up on that stage. (laughs) So, yeah, shout out to the guys at the Chili's. It was just an awesome gig. And I know I get slagged off a lot for singing the praises of the Red Hot Chili Pipers. All right? A lot of people don't expect me to actually like them. So, oh, that's not real piping. That's Oh, you can't like that. That's not piping. You know what I mean? That's like bagpipe karaoke or something. I remember someone telling me that before. No, if you actually sit back and watch the Chili Pipers, now I have to say watch them, okay? You can listen to them in a recording and that's cool and everything. And their albums are great, but you don't get a real appreciation for what the Chili Pipers do until you actually see them in the flesh you get to see them on stage doing what they do now these guys can play some blistering tunes and never miss a note all while jumping about and twirling about on on stage like they're all crazy people (laughs) i don't know what was going on but these guys were doing full dance routines they were jumping off things and they're you know ah just a brilliant show and the thing is they never missed a note and if anything I, i can't fault their tone as well now, whether that was all technology jiggery-pokery, I doubt it very much because I was hanging out with them backstage and watching them tune up. Uh, so it was brilliant to hang out with the guys and just watch them playing tunes and basically just messing about and, you know, and having a good laugh, playing tunes and enjoying themselves. It was the best time. So I have to say thank you so much to everyone at the Red Hot Chili Pipers for having us backstage. It was just epic to be there and be a part of all of them. And the show itself was just... Just amazing. Shout out goes to Stevie Bears and Kyle Cars. You two guys won uh, your tickets at the Big Rab Show Live. And you, yeah, you shouted at me from the stands. Go, hey, Robbie! Yeah! Thanks for the tickets, lad! <laughs> so I had to go up into the stands and chat to the lads. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was great to see that they enjoyed the show. They actually got quite some, some decent seats, too. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't beat a freebie eh? so Big Rab Show we give away two tickets of course at Rab Show Live and those guys had a blast so I was really happy to see that so yeah so it was a great big uh, piping frenzy up in Belfast that was brilliant to see so yeah don't be long on coming back again guys from the Chili's we would love to see us oh they're now currently in the States actually yeah they were yeah they flew out from Ireland I think and then the very next day, they were straight on the plane heading over to the States. So they're over there in America at the moment, currently doing a four-week tour of America. So there's a possibly a good chance for you to go and catch them if you're listening to this in the States. So, yes, go along to the RedHotChiliPipers.scot, I think it is, is their website. Or you can find it on social media, of course. The guys are posting photographs as they're going. And on, on their adventures across in sunny America. And, uh, yeah, you can have the chance to go and catch the chilies. If you're going to a Chili Pipers gig, 
please let us know. Send us a selfie or something. Or even tell the guys, hey, Big Rap Show says hi. That would be awesome. <laughs> we would love to see it if you guys are going to catch the Chilies over their four-week tour. And, yeah, you can send us a selfie and we will happily share it out on our social media. Okay, now let's get on to another bit of piping news. The Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust are currently looking for applications for funding. Yes, for those of you who don't know what the Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust is, they are a body who basically invest money in talent. Yes, so be you a piper of note or a traditional musician of note and you have some plans but you are lacking the funds to be able to do it. So say you would like to go and record an album or you would like to go on a tour or you would like to go and do something but basically don't have the financial wherefores to be able to go and do it. Well, the Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust are looking for you. Yes, they're accepting applications all the way up until the 1st of May 2019. For full details, go along to gordonduncan.co.uk and all the details are up there as to how you can apply and who should apply and even how much you can get. Now, I'm quite aware that there's quite a lot of people in the Celtic music scene who have applied for this fund before and have got it and have launched careers off the back of this. Like Some people have went, took the money and recorded blistering albums and then suddenly... Boom! They just blow up. You know what I mean? Suddenly they're away on a tour of Europe or something. Like they're playing Germany and Switzerland and all of this. All because the Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust funded their album. So this is an amazing opportunity for anyone out there who's listening to the podcast right now in the piping world that would like to get a bit of a leg up in the Celtic music scene. This is, yeah, it's really, really fantastic to see this running each and every year and to see so many musicians getting a a helping hand from this so i am a total fan and anything i can do to help and direct people in that direction if you're anyways confused contact us on the rab show we will very very happily help if we can but essentially all the information you need is on the gordon duncan website so it's gordonduncan.co.uk full information on the memorial trust fund is all up there and yeah applications are uh to be submitted before midnight on the first of may there you go all right one last little bit of piping news dropped and well yeah i don't know whether to get into this or not okay because we got a serious amount of listener mail about this and this is when i'm going to start tap dancing on the controversy landmine okay (laughs) before we get into the topic of the week i'm going to risk blowing my leg off now there was a story that was published on PipesDrums.com about the worlds and the two-day format. Now, PipesDrums did drop the article about there could be potentially only 15 bands in Grade 1 this year. So the question was asked, do we need the two-day world event? Pretty valid question. We spoke about it here in the podcast. We asked your guys' opinions and we've had quite a number of them. Now, a story was published on there where, apparently, RSPBA have been polling grade one bands they have been asking the opinions of all grade one bands apparently what they think they were asking grade one bands should we have a friday qualifying and if we do what would it look like and if we don't what will it look like now once this story was published this kind of started a bit of an onslaught of emails coming to ourselves on the big rap show now i'm never very quick to jump on a story And I think this is maybe one of my biggest downsides. I'm never the first to report a story. Uh, But that's for good reason. Pipesdrums.com are 
at the forefront. They are at the coal face. And as soon as they spot a story, or even the slightest sniff of a story, boom, it's published. It's out there. It's ding. Here's the news. What's happening? Ah, look at this. Now, I would be very slow to jump and go, woo, look at this. Because I like to look into things before I say they're fact. <laughs> now, pipesdrums.com has been a very reliable source for news over this past, I don't know how many years. So I am not by any means questioning their, you know, uh, what do you call that? Reporting prowess, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? I'm not bringing into question their integrity. What I am bringing into question is whether the story was 100% accurate. Now, the reason I'm asking this is because a number of grade one pipe majors actually contacted ourselves on the Rab Show. Saying, "Uh, what's this we hear about a poll that's being emailed around everyone? Uh, We didn't get one. Now, that came from quite a number of grade one pipe bands. In fact, quite a number of the bands that would actually be competing this year. Uh, I had to go back to them and say, uh, this is all news to me. I have not the first clue. You know, I ha- Pff, did you not get a, a poll? You know, did you not get an email from RSPBA HQ? Were you not asked for your opinion? And uh, the answer was... Nah, I've checked my email three or four times today, and there's been nothing. And this, you know, and then even in this case, there's been three or four days have now passed since this article was dropped, and a lot of these bands have said, nah, no, no such poll. What's going on? You know, does our opinion not matter? <laughs> you know, maybe the the big six, as we call them, maybe they're being polled, uh, and everyone else isn't. But I have to say, even the big six didn't appear to get the poll either. Uh, so. I don't know exactly who got this email uh, from RSPBA HQ. But whoever they are, they were very quick to share it with Pipesdrums.com. And Pipesdrums.com were equally very quick to publish the story. So, this rose into question tons of different questions from you guys out there asking, was this fact? Oh my God, why is it only grade one bands get an opinion and none of the rest of us get a chance? And... uh, I would just ask you all, calm down a little bit. First of all, this may not have actually happened. It may have happened for an email may have went to one or two different people. But whether it was every single grade one band asking for an opinion on the two-day worlds, I don't know. I would err on the side of caution, to be honest. Now, like I said, I'm not calling into question the integrity of pipesdrums.com. No, sir. I'm sure his reliable source was reliable and provided the email because the email is in the report. It actually shows the question that that was asked from RSPBA HQ. I would just kind of err on the side of caution that perhaps this email didn't go to every single grade one band. And if anything, it raises a question. If it is only going to grade one bands, then what about the rest of them? What about the rest of everyone else who will also be competing? Why don't they get a say? In fact, I would agree with everything that you guys have been emailing in, saying that it isn't fair that there's so much focus on the grade one for the Friday. Why not give the opportunity to other grades? Now, as of yet, we have yet to hear an official statement from RSPBA HQ as to what exactly will be happening with this year's Worlds. Now, we have been contacted by someone who knows pretty much the inner workings of all the rule books and everything. And according to the rules set down on black and white, each grade one band has to play both of their sets in order to win a world championship. 
All right. So you guys know you have two MSRs, you got two medleys. You have to actually say on paper you have played both sets and came through at the end to win it. So it's been suggested this is a possible way to do it. Have a grade one qualifying on the Friday, but it's not really a qualifying. Have a grade one competition where everyone plays their number one set. Then on the Saturday, Everyone comes back, all 15 bands in grade one, and everyone plays their number two sets. So you have one lots of MSR on the Friday, one lots of medley on the Friday. Then for the Saturday, same again, just mix and repeat. And then a combination of the scores from the Friday and the Saturday combined will have your eventual winner. Now this, according to the rule book, whenever you go through all of the rulings and everything for the World Pipe Band Championships, this is in stone. This is something that can't change. Grade 1 bands have to play both sets. This is from my reliable source, and I've looked at this myself, of course, as well, on the RSPBA website, and it does say this, that you need to play both sets in order to qualify to actually win the thing. So that's the playing requirements for Grade 1, so this is a way to get round it. Have a competition on the Saturday, but your points carry over into the Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? So that's a way around it. So it is looking like the Friday will still happen. There hasn't been any talk about pulling the plug on the Friday. The Friday at the Worlds is still very much a thing. It will be happening regardless. So that's a possible way for RSPBA to host both a Grade 1 competition and possibly have room for something else. Now, this is what I have been kind of fighting for this off-season and when all of this story happened about the Friday and the lack of grade one bands. I would think, now this is just my opinion, and I've talked about this on the show before, why not throw it open to lower grades? You know, you could have qualifying events for grade 4B, qualifiers for 4A, 3B, 3A, because sometimes those grades can be so packed, it's just ridiculous. You're maybe not playing your finals on the Saturday until about 6pm. It's nuts. Now, everyone has been complaining recently about the grand finale and the prize given at the Worlds on the Saturday. It just takes too long. By the time you're actually reading out the Grade 1 prize winners, you're under floodlights. It's ridiculous. The sun has set. It's nearly, what, I don't know, when the results finished last time? Was it like nearly 9, 9pm, 9 9.30, something like that? By the time FM was marching off with their trophy. It was ridiculously late, you know. And by the time you get back to your hotel, change out of your uniform and try to head out for the night, most places are getting closed up. So, not ideal. So, this is what people were saying to try and hurry the thing along. It was suggested by RSPBA, <clears throat> as controversial as it was, to try and move some of the drum major competition to the Friday. Now, this went down... Uh, like a fart in a spaceship. It was terrible. Nobody was a fan of this idea. In fact, I'd be right there with you. I thought it was a terrible idea. Why split the drum majors? The drum majors don't really... They don't take up much space. And they don't take up much time either. But I would argue that some of the lower grade band competitions. With four different qualifying groups. That takes a long time. You know? When you're talking four different qualifying groups. Possibly nearly... I don't know how many bands in each qualifying group. But, yeah, Grade 4B last season was nuts for the world. I don't know how they all got it all squeezed into one day. It's still a minor miracle to me. So why not, you know, break things up? Have it the qualifying event on the Friday. 
If anything, it will draw more people to the Friday. The Friday so far at the Worlds is always a bit of a damp squib. Nobody really goes to it because it's just grade one and there's not much of an atmosphere. Um, you know, grade one guys are there and they're working dead hard and there's, there's no fun or frivolity. It's all very serious business on the Friday. However, if you were to inject other grades in there, that would kind of liven the park up a bit you know a few more of the other arenas will be open there'll be more of a crowd because those bands will bring all of their supporters with them of course that would just make more of an occasion of the friday i would argue anyway i could ramble on about this topic now forever and a day but suffice to say that article on pipesdrums.com about grade one bands being polled on their opinion of what they should do about the two-day worlds i would err on the side of caution Pipestrums.com were certainly the very first to report that story. In fact, they were the only one to report that story. And, yeah, I'm not entirely sure if it is 100% accurate. It was, yeah, reported to me by a number of Grave 1 bands that they didn't get the poll or they know nothing about it. So, I don't know what's going on there. But either way, it makes for a very interesting time. If we hear anything, of course, about the Friday at the Worlds, we will let you know uh, right here in the podcast, and we'll talk all about it at length, I'm very sure. All right, that's it for the piping news. I can put my script away. Throw. There you go. Grant, I have to give a shout-out to the guys at the Channel Around podcast. I hope Andy Fusco is enjoying himself on the cruise at the moment. I think he's away... Uh, yeah, and a piping cruise, which is all sorts of interesting to me. Uh, a piping cruise. I don't know if the two actually would mix. Is a cruise not supposed to be nice and relaxing instead of having to go and study bagpiping? I don't know. Can you combine the two? It's an interesting concept, and one of which I'll be very interested to hear. So, yeah, go and check out the Chandler Ram podcast if you're not too sensitive uh, in adult situations and language and all of that sort of stuff. I'm sure the guys will be presenting a show all about the piping cruise from the Piper's Dojo so and hearing all about Andy's exploits. So have fun, Andy, my friend. I wish you well. And, uh, yeah, go and check out Chandler Ram. Just a shameless plug for hashtag one of the six. Yeah, awesome stuff. All right, I tell you what, do you know what? It's that time of the week again. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. Yeah! It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the USA for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson and Celtic theme lines of kilts, doublets, and bespoke Highland wear like sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Also offers tailored payment plans for any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry or getting that true, unique look for your band, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Horace Kilt Company. 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 
150 Sandy Row Belfast. Check them out. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes indeed. It's time for the topic of the week, and uh, I'm really sorry about this. enough of that good god <clears throat> yeah there are just some certain tunes and songs out there that really stick in your brain and no matter what you do you can't get them out of your head this has come into my own psyche this last while because as you may know my wee girl is learning how to play pipes at the moment and she's had her first set of pipes home with her there last week and there's a tune that she's been playing over and over and over it hasn't stopped and that tune is in my brain it's tattooed behind my eyelids and i'm a drummer you know and you guys know i do a pipe band podcast i love piping but whenever you hear the same tune for the three millionth time it just gets tattooed into your psyche so yeah I was wondering what makes tunes stick inside your head. I have no idea. If anything, I had this argument recently with a bagpipe tutor. He was actually saying that a lot of the modern piping that we listen to nowadays are all very likened to finger exercises. And he actually prefers some of the old school tunes. Now, whenever he talks about finger exercises, he's talking about big tunes like Fiddler's Rally and, you know, playing like machine gun bagpipe kind of thing. Uh real acrobatic bagpiping but he was more of the old school i kind of like myself to be honest one of my favorite bagpipe tunes has to be the round tree now i have said this before and a lot of people uh, they either go okay fair enough or they all burst out laughing now i know i'm not a huge aficionado when it comes to peabrook but there are some peabrooks out there that i really enjoy of course i'm going for the typical ace the typical Lament for the Children is possibly one of my favourite. And of course, Flame of Wrath. Come on, Flame of Wrath is awesome. Now, <clears throat> so many great pre-brooks out there. And I know what I like when I hear it. All right. <laughs> so I asked you guys via our social media on the Big Rab Show Facebook page, what tune is most likely to stick in your head? And uh, right now, what are you humming? Mm. So you guys came back. Uh, Wally Duncan says, Hector the Hero. Yeah. Hector, 
Actor of the Hero is one of them ones that you always catch yourself whistling. So, yeah, not a bad shout there. Brian Robinson actually says it depends. It usually is the competition tunes that the bands are playing on the sets. So there's Jim Douglas who's come in and he said the Fiddler's Rally. Of course it has to be Fiddler's Rally. Now, Bex Wills came in and said, uh, Highland Wedding. <laughs> Highland Wedding. Now, that has to be a guilty pleasure there. Yeah, Highland Wedding and a lot of people commented then agreeing with her. So Highland Wedding has to be a, a, a guilty yeah, passion, I suppose. A lot of people love that tune, but don't like to say it out loud. Uh, let me see. Kathy McCormick says, Itchy Fingers. Itchy Fingers is a great tune, man. And, yeah, a real earworm. So, another one there. There's uh, just Kieran, thing. Kieran Hubbard says, Banjo Breakdown. He says, most likely Banjo Breakdown. I messed around with it when I was just learning pipes like 12 years ago, and now it gets stuck in my head all the time. Banjo Breakdown is another one of those tunes again. It does just like burn its way into your brain. Now, of course, there are the usual suspects when it comes to earworms. There is Amazing Grace. <sighs> yes, Amazing Grace always seems to reach the top of the pile, especially when you go to a piping gig. Could you play Amazing Grace? Okay. What's the next on the list? Highland Cathedral. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh man yeah that old chestnut Highland Cathedral uh, you know it's one of them tunes you either love it or you hate it and I think because I've heard it so much I hated it for the longest time because oh not that tune again and it just seemed to follow me everywhere but now it's kind of it's growing on me again it kind of takes a bit of uh, a renaissance if you know what I mean so it's kind of a love-hate relationship with me and Highland Cathedral at the moment. Um, one that gets stuck in my head. Well, there's two tunes, actually, that get stuck in my head. And there's this one. Yeah, that has to be one of my all-time favourites. Yeah, Pumpkin's Fancy, of course. But it's played by every idiot in every bar around the country. <laughs> You know, anyone who's anyone who has a set of bagpipes always tries to play Pumpkin's Fancy. <laughs> yeah, and to various different degrees of success. Now, when you hear a played like that, that's the way it's supposed to be played. It sounds awesome, but not whenever it's played by somebody who's had seven pints of cider and maybe two whiskeys. Guess those pipes didn't Put them down. Yeah, uh, there's that one, Highland, there's that one, Highland Cathedral, hmm, perhaps, yeah. But there is also this other one, which is a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, of course, Shawnee's tune, of course. From Fred Morrison, you guys know I'm a massive Fred Morrison fan. That's another one that I find myself humming, whistling, even drumming along to on the steering wheel of the car all the time. And I don't know why. There's something catchy about it. And it just sticks in my head. I don't know what it is. So, yeah, I just catch myself unawares every now and again whistling a tune. What is that? Oh, ah, Sean is again, right? Ah, there's Fred in my brain again. 
So, yeah, the reason why we're talking about this week is because, obviously, I have had a collection of tunes stuck in my brain this week. And these were the ones that came to the fore as being the ones that stick in my head. You guys talked about the ones stuck in yours. What makes a tune stick in your head? That's the million dollar question. Is it a real simple tune played well can stick in your brain? Do you know what I mean? Or is it like a real complicated machine gun kind of set and it's just, wow, that's amazing, and suddenly it's in there and you know, you're humming it all day long? I don't know. I would kind of argue that it's hard or difficult to hum along to one of those machine gun sets. You know, hmm, 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 it's difficult to do that. So this is a very short but sweet topic of the week this week. You guys have quite a lot of tunes that get stuck in your brain. Uh, Banjo Breakdown, Highland Wedding, Itchy Fingers, Fiddler's Rally, Hector the Hero. Tons of great tunes, but I really would like to know your opinion. What would be your piping earworm? Yeah, email me in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. They're kind of a silly topic of the week, but a fun one all the same. Those are my earworms, and yeah, I think at the minute the wee girls learning the shoals of heron, I think. Uh, what's the other one? Green Hills Andrum, or is that a green, green Glens Andrum, or something like that. I can't remember now. Lethal. That's what's going on in our house at the moment. So, yeah, everyone who's been asking on my daughter's progress on learning how to pipe, uh, it's going. Uh, uh, yeah, it's going all right, I suppose. Uh, that's why I'm quite happy to be out here recording a podcast in the peace and quiet. <laughs> what have we done? We've let a learner bagpiper loose in our house. Do you know what? If anything, I feel sorry uh, for anyone who is having more than one kid in the house learning how to play because we have one at the minute and it's as soon as she gets home from school school bag is thrown in the corner straight into the pipe box and out to come now it's you know we don't even have to ask her to practice or even anything like that it's just whoop straight over to the pipes and wait they're going you know and that's it we're like come on have you not got homework to do or something give us five minutes for peace and bloody quiet without having to squeak and squawk all your way trying to cook dinner <laughs> you know, the wife and I are in the kitchen trying to cook something, and here she is squeaking her way trying to play the shoals of heron. Anyway, I guess I just have sympathy out there for any parent out there who has a learner in their household and they're struggling their way through sets and scales and all of that. We're currently going through that at the moment. So, yeah, the big rab house is a very happy place to be at the moment. <sighs> Pipers. Who would have them? Huh? I'd far rather give her a pair of drumsticks and a pillow to go and bit on you. Yeah, here you go. Go and smack that for a while. Mummy, daddy. Lethal. Grant, that's it for the big rap show this week. And the yeah, topic of the week's a bit all over the place this week. But I figured it was an interesting one to talk about. Earworms. Because there's quite a lot of them in the piping world, I would argue. Anyway, that talked about mine. I would like to know yours. Email me in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, like I said, if you are interested, you can help support the show by going along to our Patreon page and clicking that support button. With each and every single click of support, that really does help support the show. For as little as a price of a cup of coffee, you too can help support the show with things such as travel, buying in new technology, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, the list is endless of things that we could be getting in and to improving our content for you guys. And that's what it's all about. 
Plus, you get your mitts and tons of extra stuff. Rab Show Plus Episode 2 is going to drop this week exclusively for Patreon subs. So you guys over on Patreon, you're going to be in for a treat. Rab Show Plus is coming again. Uh, plus, we've got tons more stuff uh, for our Patreon-only people. As the season unfolds, there'll be tons of stuff heading up there on our Patreon page. So, well worth that click of support. Trust me. Right. Also, TheBigRabShow.com, like we said, will hopefully be seeing a bit of an overhaul. Thanks to the member of the team, Aaron McElwain. He's currently redesigning the whole website. So, they do hope to have a shiny, brand new website very soon. And along with that, we will also have a brand new line of merch. Yes. Big Rab Show hoodies, t-shirts... And all sorts of other nice little goodies as well that you can get your mitts on. We're launching a whole new merchandise line that you can get your mitts on. So, yeah, don't forget to check that out. When the website launches, we will tell you. And, yeah, head over there and check out the whole new line of merch. We have certainly upped the game as far as quality is concerned. We've uh, changed suppliers and everything. And the stuff that we're getting, top-notch. Top notch. I've been wearing it now for a while. I've, in case you guys have been watching our live streams from Fuse FM, I've been wearing the merch on there. You can get a little sneak peek if you want to see what some of it looks like. Uh, but yeah, some of the stuff that we're going to be getting uh, this year, top quality stuff. I, yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah, that's all to come. The new website, new merchandise. And, of course, Rab Show Plus Episode 2 is coming out soon. So get over onto Patreon, click support, and you can have access to Rab Show Plus Episode 2. Episode 1's up there at the moment, too. So, yeah, you can go and click support now and go and check out what Episode 1 was all about. Grant, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for clicking that download button. It really does mean the world. And if you haven't done already, please do subscribe or give us a follow. So with each and every episode, you will not miss. You will get a little notification. Ding! To say that Rab's uploaded another one and you will never miss an episode. If you have a suggestion for topic of the week or even if you just want a particular shout out, please get in contact with us. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail. Dot com. We would love to hear from you. Plus, if you have any suggestions at all with how to put up with a learner in the house. <laughs> uh, I, th- I was seriously going to buy some noise-canceling headphones. I think Jeremy from Lone Star Piper uh, put it up on Facebook recently there that he has a, a, a killer set of headphones that are great for cancelling noise. I was honestly going to buy a set of them. So, Jeremy, I was nearly going to tick you up on your recommendation there, mate. So... <laughs> Yeah, noise-cancelling headphones could be employed very soon. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Noise-cancelling. What? That's it for another Big Rab Show this week. Thanks so much for joining us. And don't forget, you can check us out on the Patreon page or all of our social media or Facebook or Twitter and all of that sort of stuff. And you can get us on Fuse FM, Bottom Money, next week, Tuesday night. Uh, This week's show on Fuse actually is going to be quite a good one. Hmm. I'll leave that there. And we will see you here on the podcast next week. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions, Inverarian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.